Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay and Amber. Hello. Hey. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our Patreons that help make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brienne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash craze magazine to check out all the great perks we have for our members. So how's everybody doing this week? Tired. That's uh, a <laughs> I slept late last night, so I'm like, ugh, I'm awake. <laughs> The week in K-pop land has been absolutely outrageous, so let's yes. hope that we don't have another one of those this week, this upcoming week. Please. Yeah, down. like, just breathe for a little bit, please. I was, like, on TikTok during the week, and all of the drama kept finding me when I just wanted to watch stupid dog videos. It was the worst. <laughs> I mean, when this episode is out, we're going to be a week out from the shiny comeback. So, and I think Wanho's comeback would have already came out by now. Speaking of Wanho, sir, your Instagram photos. He's basically using Instagram as OnlyFans. He really is. He just, I mean, he just put his ass out there. It was just out there. Nobody has done that before. I didn't know. I didn't know how to process it. I just kept scrolling. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Did you swipe through the photos? It was a carousel. No, I was not mentally prepared. (laughs) Yeah, I did that first thing in the morning and I'm like, I just woke up. It, it's a time. It was definitely interesting brain food. Why your <laughs> brain <feet> food? <laughs> I don't think that's brain food, Amber. <laughs> okay, it's food. F- to it's, somebody it's, it is. It's delightful. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to use this word. It's delightful stimulation first thing in the morning. <laughs> I forgot to say that. I mean, our topic this week is Valentine's Day. So I guess that's relevant in some sort of way. <laughs> Are we going to talk about how everyone thinks K-pop is just innocent? And are we just going to burst all of their bubbles? Because let me tell you, even the most innocent of K-pop groups, their shit's spicy. Yeah, um, if you're looking for spicy, you will find it very quickly. Even in the way some of these kids act, I'm like, slow down, you're five. And you don't even have to dip out of, like, K-pop. Like, you don't have to drift into, like, the R&B and hip-hop side. This is literally just in K-pop. So yeah, before we get into that though, like how is Valentine's Day in Korea in general? Especially Amber, you've been there or you live there. It's a couples. So Valentine's Day is for when girls give boys shit. And then in March, boys give girls shit. It's really not that different from America, except that it's like gender separated. So, like, here in America, like, you see, like, outrageous, like, Valentine's Day memorabilia. Is it the same way over there? Yeah, I guess. But then again, like, there's a couple holiday literally every month in Korea. So, it, like, it doesn't, I don't really notice a difference. That's obnoxious. I don't, like, like. Everybody knows, like, I'm a bitter old woman, but I hate couple shit that goes on constantly. There are flower vending machines. Oh, God. Well, I mean, in a way, flower vending machines are convenient, but I can't imagine having a dedicated couple day every single month. Yep. And it's really annoying because it's just like, great. 
um, like couple culture in Korea, I could just go on and on and on about it, especially being a foreigner who's tried to date in Korea. Like I could fill an entire solo episode on this topic. Please, I would like a taste of it right now. I'm very intrigued. Yes, exactly. A lot of the stories you hear on like TikTok and Twitter about foreign dating is very true because a lot of foreign girls come in with like the rose-colored oh opar thoughts and the korean there's a certain breed of korean boy i'm not even gonna say man korean boy that takes advantage of that and like rule of thumb ladies if you ever go on a first date in korea your first date should not be after 8 p.m that to me is a rule of thumb in general because like at least when you're here, I feel like if you meet a person and your intention is not to have a one night stand that you probably should be doing something earlier in the day. Rule number two, if he starts asking about if you live alone, that is a red flag. They can just say that? Yeah. Uh, That to me is a giant red flag. Rule number three, if they're interested about how, I've actually had someone say this to me is, I'm really interested about how people from other cultures live. Can I come see your house? I just, I am astounded. If any person, like, made any sort of comment about coming to where I live, I would hit them and leave. (laughs) Like, Here's the thing, fam. You do not hang out at home in Korea because most Koreans my age still live with their mom and dad. That is true. And I'm just, wow, I'm just like, you know, like the moments like, hey, can I come over? You know, that is just asking for like, I don't really want a date. I just want something else. And just like in America, a lot of this is in my experience, but I can't really speak on like, I'm a white bitch in Korea. Y'all know this. I've been very clear about this. But like my other friends who are like women of color, it's a lot worse for them. That's that's so horrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literally, like y'all have heard the term riding the white horse, right? Yes. Yep. That's a real thing. The one thing I don't understand is like people who romanticize like Korean boys specifically. Like they think that if you go to Korea, you're going to have like K-drama moments and shit. And as far as I'm concerned, men are gross in every area of the world. There is no difference. So like your Korean opar is really not going to be great. He's probably going to be pretty shitty. Literally, like I've had, I have gone on dates with great guys, but then when they would try to get more than what was agreed upon, they would get fussy and angry. Also, ladies, if you're starting to talk to a Korean boy in Korea and they say that they don't have cacao and want you to give them their line instead, that's a red flag that he's dating someone and his girlfriend is all over his cacao. I would, okay, see, like, I didn't even know that going in, but just the concept of it, just because I know how much cacao is used in Korea, if some bitch says not to use cacao, like, that is so obvious to me. It's, yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot of things. Um, I have some other stories to tell you guys, but we'll have to save those for, like, a Patreon episode. I think rule of thumb that people are not really seeming to be attuned to is that you're gonna find shitty boys everywhere. And that includes Korea, so don't pretend like it's any different. Yeah, and don't expect them to be, like, all cutesy and shit because they're all dumb just like they are in America. You gotta treat men to the same standard everywhere. One way to uh, know if they're worth spending time with or not is to be like, would you say that to a Korean girl? Ooh, good point. You gotta hold these men to the same standards. If they're trying to date you because they think you won't be as, quote, high maintenance as a Korean girl that's just their excuse at like yeah and if you think about it at the end of the day like most of these guys are gonna end up settling for a Korean girl in reality yeah yeah just if you want to hook up cool 
Oh, hookup culture in Korea. That is definitely a Patreon episode for me to discuss. <sighs> we all know it. Don't think that your faves don't do that either, because they do. Your faves fuck. I feel like we say this all the time. There has been more than one occasion where we've said that. Yeah. I've heard things about how they make you sign NDAs and shit if you get involved with an idol. Damn. Well, you know what? That's not surprising either. Anyways, going back to it, Valentine's Day. I mean, I guess the only real way we get to see a glimpse of what Valentine's Day is in uh, in Korea is through either vlogs or K-dramas. Um, so, I mean, yeah, but you know, it's just a couple holiday you know that like just like in america that holiday is very overhyped especially with couples it makes me want to stab myself in the eye every time valentine's day comes around i'm lucky this year because valentine's day falls during Seoul now and so it's just going to be everybody out and about doing their thing it's not like christmas where it's literally all couples I, I've never been able to like wrap my mind around Christmas being like a couple holiday. I guess just because I'm so used to it being like a family thing here. I feel like that would take all the fun out of Christmas for me. <laughs> yeah, they really like we talked about this back in our Christmas episode. But, like holidays are very different here. I mean, I guess the only thing that I can think of that's like uniquely Korean couple holiday is I guess Pepero Day. And, like, it's not just couples. Like, you give people you like Pepero. Yeah, like, I, I like that particular holiday. Um, also, I mean, how can you say no to Pepero anyways? But, um, like, what I think it's also in Japan as well. But, like, what I like about the concept of Valentine's Day or, like, this particular um, couple holiday is that it's the girls giving the, um, the Valentine's Day to the guy. And then they, well... It is sad if you don't get anything back, of course. But like the next following month on White Day, which is March 14th, that if the feelings are mutual, the reciprocation of, oh, I'm going to give her something instead. And it has to be twice as good. Okay, but you have to wait a whole month to find out if the person you like likes you. I mean, technically, but not, it's like, that's like the thing. But like, I've seen, like, I'm a school teacher. And I've seen these confessions happen on like, in the school. And it's so cute when it happens. Like my little sixth graders be like exchanging little love notes. It's like, oh, that's cute, because they're still too young to be shitty. <laughs> when the kids do it, it's cute. But like, they don't have like Valentine's Day parties like we did. It's just like, private little confessions. I remember Valentine's Day parties. That's the last time it was fun when you were in elementary school and everybody had to give everyone chocolate. So I miss those little Valentine's Day cards you would get at like Walmart and just give them out and you would have to get you would want to get the cutest ones. Yeah, and everybody got candy. It was the only time any of this was ever wholesome. Because as soon as you're an adult, it's the worst. (laughs) And then I remember for me when I was doing like those Valentine, I don't know about you guys. But for me, when I did it, if I had a certain crush on somebody, like, you know how, like, they have different sizes for the Valentine's Day? I made sure that my crush got the biggest one with the best candy, and I'd slip it into his little, like, I I, I remember in the past, they we hand make or it was the arts and crafts of making the heart and like it's a little pouch in itself and I just remember when we like they would go one by one like you can do that I made sure like oh the person who I like the guy that I have a crush on is gonna get the biggest one and the best one (laughs) and that's when it was cute and innocent and now it's just like god damn it there's (sighs) 
Now it's just a holiday that uses you to extort all your money and make you feel bad if you're not coupled. Basically. That's from your local cynical bitch. You're welcome. Let's not lie. We're all kind of cynical now, but it's because we're in this whole Putinesca happening. I believe all of us are single right now too, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is coming from three single women on a podcast talking about Valentine's Day. In okay. concept, it's cute. In reality right now, we're all just like, eh. I don't know. I feel like if like some dude came out of the woodwork and like tried to give me chocolate, I would probably tell him to fuck off right now. I'm not even going to lie. If I didn't know them, I'd be like, what the fuck is in those? <laughs> like, what the fuck is your angle? True. You'd be like, y'all are coming out of here. Why? For why? You did this for what? What are you hoping to get from me by doing this? I will still take the chocolate, but depends on what you want. Okay, like you can't take the gifts because then they assume that you owe them something. Oh, fuck. You're right. Okay, we all know okay. how men be. Men think they have to give you something to get something. It's fucking weird. Okay, so enough with our cynical bullshit. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Real quick, before you do that. I do technically do have a Valentine's this year, but it's my best friend and it's more of a Galentine's. And I was just like, hey, we're... I mean, it's my best friend. Let's hype each other up, you know? I'm gonna just get you a cute little thing between us girlfriends. See, I think that's cool because there's not, like, holidays for, like, friendship. Like, people place too much emphasis on having a significant other and not enough on, like, the other important relationships in your life. Right. And for me, it's just like, well, we're both single bitches and we know how this holiday is gonna make us feel. Best friend, I know you're not listening to this, but she's going through, you know, a tough time after a separation. And so it's just like, you know what, We're, I'm going to be here for you just to make, I mean, I always make my best friend feel loved in any way, but you know, because of the holidays, like, let, I'm just going to add a little extra because, you know, what, I'm going to be here for you and why not? And are you really going to say no to candy? No, you're not. <laughs> my favorite thing to do during Valentine's Day, because I am like going to be single the rest of my life and be that lady with the nine cats. Me. Um, <laughs> It's in dogs for Roxy's case. True. Lucy needs friends. Um, I like to go to the florist and be like, yo, I want to buy myself flowers, but I don't want to know when I'm going to receive them. Oh, I like that. Okay. So there was one time, so I have a friend who works at a flower shop and it was like the first time that we were able to get together in a small group after like when stuff started opening back up from the pandemic. And she brought all of us these bouquets of flowers and it was like the greatest thing. I was so excited to get those flowers. That's really cute. Oh my God. Also, ladies, buy your man flowers. If Men, buy your men flowers. Ladies, buy your ladies flowers. Because everyone just likes flowers. I never thought I would be that person when I was like an edgy bitch in high school. I was like, flowers are gross. I hate them. But like the second I saw this bouquet of flowers with my name in it, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever gotten. Because <laughs> it's like they smell pretty and they look pretty. And it's just like the little the little goblin in her brain goes, ooh, pretty things. I don't know. It, I guess it's just something that seems like a sweet gesture no matter what. Like it doesn't have to be romantic, obviously. It's just nice. It's like it's pretty and it's natural and it makes you feel happy. So like feelings. Valentine's Day is always about feelings. Do you guys have that song that makes you like gives you those feelings? Uh, which kind of feelings are you need to specify? Like, on a range of spicy to not spicy, but, like, the gushy feelings. Like, the, the cute, like, K-drama feelings? Yeah, we can start with the cute K-drama feelings, but I do want to hear the spiciness. 
Okay, I have to go look at my music because I'm sure that I have something. Yeah, I, I was just like, wait, hold on. Can I look through my, my um well, you know what? One song, because it's more recent. Um God Sevens, I mean it gives me the butterflies whenever I listen to it. It's off their last album. It is such a cute song. Jin Young's or and Young Jay sing a line says, when I say I love you, I mean it. And I'm just like, every single time that this line comes up, I'm just like giddy. I'm like, oh, it's such a cute song. Actually, mine, I would say, is uh, Aurora by 80s. Mine too. <laughs> I don't, it's just, I don't know if it's because like Hong Jung wrote it or whatever, but it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. So like the other one of mine is, um, I am you by Stray Kids because it is it is their love letter to Stays, but it makes me all warm and fuzzy, and I can listen to it over and over and over again. I would say Just One Day by BTS as well. I fucking love that song. That song is a good song. Um, another one for me is BAP's Where Are You. That yes. song always just like it's like the go to like I'm in a mood. I just need to feel the feels for BAP again. I'll put that song on from BAP. That's like the first song I'll go to aside from Feel So Good. Oh, uh, Choa by Jay Park. Jay, that's interesting because Jay Park like is king of spicy. So. Right, but Choa is from like his early days. Like Choa, na 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 Choa. It's like, it's so cute. I'm trying to think of like girl group, female solo artists songs. I, I gotta throw another me. Got Seven in there. The I like you, like oh, from yeah. their first album. Yeah. That song is so fucking good, though. Oh, one that makes me go ooh 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 is uh, Akdong Musicians 200%. Yes, no, even the music video is so cute for that song. It's so like if you want something to like re- re- restore your faith and love, that is one of those songs. I have a hard time with this because all my music is dark and emo and depressing to match my experience with shitty men. <laughs> um, off of Bobby's last album, there was a, who, what song was it? He had like, it was with a girl on it and it's like, he was very like happy. Go- Hang on, I gotta look this song up because it was one of my favorites. Here's another one, um, sort of. Uh, Kim Donghan's Sunset, it was his debut song. It's very like, it's just, a, it's a cute song. I like it a lot. Now we can kind of like slide into like little spicier things and like not as spicy we'll get to super spicy um is jongup from bap's try my luck that is so spicy that you know is, with the lyrics of that song? that is very spicy i'm like huh it's not as spicy as say body and soul true okay it's but not, it's close it's like the mid-tier it's mid-tier it's you not- know what he's talking about in that song right <laughs> yes i'm not t- uh, yes i know trust me not not me when I was interviewing him and couldn't stop thinking about that song. That was a hard time. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did write that one. Oh, let me get on my toy agenda real quick because it's the one song that makes me feel uh, like cute is like Ua, like their debut song. I was just like, yay, I really like this one. Or Cheer Up, those two songs from them. I was like, I, I like this. <laughs> I'm trying to look through my playlist and be like, what else? Uh, Let's Not Fall in Love by big bang oh for real it's kind of sad though it is a sad song but and also it's a very it's very uh it makes sense that men wrote it if you get what i'm saying because it's all about how he doesn't want to fucking commit (laughs) 
it, it's it's about commitment issues. I think the song by Bobby that I'm thinking of is like Ten Day. I oh no, you. it's I Love You because he has like the chorus. It's like Sadang Hey. Or or everybody's favorite icon song, Love Scenario. That's about a breakup, isn't it? Is it? I, th- I think so. Uh, Killing Me comes after that. Like Killing Me is such a banger. <laughs> Holy shit. Right? That song, I feel like the last time that we went to a Noribang, me and my friends, we went fucking off to Killing Me. It was like, I'm in the center of the room headbanging in, during like the breakdown at the chorus. Man, like K-pop's got all these good ass pops. Um, I'm trying to think of what other songs. Um, oh, um, slightly spicy but still fun. My house by 2 p.m. Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. Ooh, yes, 2 p.m. is great with the spicy songs. Okay, mm-hmm. fun fact: I I did not catch on to what they were talking about until like several years after the song came out, and I I am I am a dumb bitch. You mean you didn't know that my house was about taking a girl back to his house? Not in that scenario, no. But again, dumb bitch. Were you like young at that point? <laughs> How old were you in 2015? Uh, freshman year of college. But I, I didn't hit my, my host stride until like junior year, so. I mean, like fresh into college, you're still kind of naive, so it yeah. makes sense. Okay, now let's, let's creep up the little spiciness. Little, little spicy. We're at like spicy taco bell sauce level (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say lo siento by super junior okay i was gonna say baby don't like it by nct127 oh my god i I thought that one was more spicy that's a pretty spicy song that's that's taco bell spicy or baby don't stop baby don't stop is slightly spicier something that's like really fucking we're not in like hella fuck we're not in like whiplash or symptoms territory yet but symptoms is a really good song just saying that's baby making music mm-hmm. i think i have it on the baby making music playlist <laughs> okay i have to ask do we all have that playlist hell yeah we do <laughs> if you don't i'd be like mm-hmm, sure i mean if we want to dip into that playlist i got like 10 songs right off the bat <sighs> thirsty by Tayman. yeah that's <laughs> one of them <laughs> Oh, more recently, uh, Kai's, mm? oh Lord, oh Lord, that album in general is just like, oh. Nothing about it surprises me. Like, of course he's that way. <laughs> I mean, wasn't Kai the one that got caught buying condoms when he was dating Crystal or was it Jessica? One of them. He dated Crystal, right? Mm-hmm. Many, many moons ago. He also I'm had so- a dating scandal with Jenny that I forgot about because it was for five seconds. Um, another spicy song that some of some of our listeners may be a little young to remember is a uh, backseat by JYJ. Oh, see, I wasn't. Oh wait, JYJ. I was like, I thought of JBJ first. I was like, what? Oh, never mind. Fantasy is a little bit spicy. It's not okay. not like Taco Bell, like spicy sauce spicy, but it is a little bit spicy. Oh well, uh, backseat is literally about fucking in a backseat, so. I could have guessed that by the title and the fact like, that it was spicy. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other songs. Um, well, I got one. Swim Good by Huey featuring Card Soman, which was on. That is definitely Taco Bell Spicy Spicy. Oh. That was. <laughs> if you see the performance of that, my, my dude literally has a blindfold on and Soman is like walking around him. It's, it's a lot. There's a lot happening there. 
Okay, so I know we all made this mistake as young, young, horny and dumb people. The House of Cards by BTS. We're like, this is a sexy song, but it's really about a toxic relationship. Yeah, well, yeah. it's because it has like the the sexy R&B beat. But yeah, it's about a literal House of Cards. Like, it's a bad time. It's, not, it's like an emotional song in the worst way. Jay, so like you and I being like resident babies here is a uh, body and soul or what is the other one? The one off Noir. Oh, uh, shoot. I know which one you're talking about. Because it's body and soul part two. Is yes. that I guess I need you? Yes. Yes. Okay, because that may or may not be on the same playlist, and that's why I knew that. <laughs> okay, so, but I personally, like, Body and Soul doesn't hit the way I Guess I Need You hits. Mm, I mean, it's been a while since I've listened to the song. I love our man's Jungkook, but, like, Body and Soul puts you in the mood, and then oh, yeah. you get to Jungkook's part, and it just, like, drops. I'm just like, ah! I can't do this brain short-circuity right now, because I remember, and I'm like, uh-oh. Um, yeah, those are on the playlist for sure. Um, another one is Wet by Young. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I need an umbrella. His song Dive is good, too. Yes. Oh, my oh, God. You know what I'm surprised we haven't talked about on this playlist? Perfect Girl by Monster X. Ooh, you're right. That one seems a little bit less spicy to me, but it's like... It's, it's the, like Taco the, Bell mild sauce. The t- <laughs> why are we using Taco Bell so like... Is somebody craving... You know why? It's because she's going to have tacos. That's why. <laughs> um. Yeah, like 9 a.m. Because Super Bowl is Monday morning for us. So... We're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday, by the way. That yes. is why. <laughs> I couldn't think of another spice, like the only other spicy range I could think of is like Takis, but like Takis don't have like a midpoint. They either have mild as fuck or spicy. Okay, we're spending a lot of time trying to explain what type of spicy here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, scale of one to ten. Exo's Playboy. Oh, wait, I can love me. that song. But it's like, it's not like nice spicy, but it's not like artificial. Well, is artificial love spicy without the the cane dance well i can only imagine the cane dance whenever i listen to the song yeah the cane dance really drives the point home i think for those who don't know exo literally has an entire 21 plus section of their discography they do it's not it's not obviously apparent but they do oh the eve the eve and love shot love shot yes like exo come on i see you and then literally I can name like 10 Jay Park songs that it's like eight, nine spicy level. Jay Park King of Spicy. We all knew that. Let's see. Sex Trip, uh, Ride Me. Aquaman. Um, I don't disappoint. It's like, Jay, we get it. You wanna fuck. I think about the one that always comes to mind is June K's um what the fuck is that title? June K's Think About You. Yes, yes. That man, like, in the last, like, half of the song on the music video, he just takes his shirt off and is dancing shirtless. Ooh. Roxy, you say that like that's a problem. It can be a problem. I think that's the opposite of a problem. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, speaking of, like, getting into 2PM members, uh, or 2PM in general, 2PM's Electricity? And Ad Toy. Ad Toy. Hello? <laughs> ADTOY. The whole music video is unbelievable. I can't believe they let them put that shit out there. The music video where I have my pansexual panic. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that one. It's it's hard to comprehend. Hey, more of this when you come back, please. Because y'all are making your comeback. More of that. Um, one that I feel like we haven't talked about yet is the English version of Highway to Heaven. Oh. 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 
I mean, with the amount of innuendos in that song. Okay, my personal favorite, one of my favorite songs ever, which was actually produced by Groovy Room, fun fact, I wrote about it this week, uh, is One's Hey A Hey. That is a good song. Mm -hmm. Like, the beat is amazing, but when you look up the lyrics, you will be slapped in the face. He's, like, straight up about what he's talking about. That's what he gets for being a YG's dungeon. The boy needs to handle his shit. And, like, I'm not complaining. That was a good time. And if you, any of you have seen one, he is probably one of the most attractive people on the planet. Um, Mino's body. When that, oh God, when that collab album came out, I'm just like, oof, oof. I'm trying to think like, Bobby has a spicy song and I can't remember which, which one it is. Uh, I might be reaching on this one, but Vic's is Sentist. Oh, no, yeah. No. Vic, Vic's, Vic's is literally the Kink Kings. I mean, that one was, that one... I mean, <laughs> I mean, are we gonna just ignore Chained Up? No. Oh, Chained Up. Chained Up is so good. But that like the song itself, the... that song itself doesn't necessarily feel Mm-mm. spicy, but like the whole thing around it is very spicy. Conceptually, yes. Do you guys, have you guys not seen the movie it's based off of? It's no. based off this movie. It's like a, like a psychological horror or like a murder horror film called Perfume. The guy like murders women, skins them to take their scent. Okay. Ew, that's gross. (laughs) Jesus Christ. In that light, mm. one that's not on this list, but it's very recent, is uh, Kung Daniel's Waves. See, I can never get myself into Kung Daniel. Rule of thumb is anything that the King of Busan and the one of the many princes of Busan are on. It usually has kind of spicy. Waves is like I'm trying. Waves is like a six on the spicy scale. There's a lot of songs that are sort of like more in the middle. Actually, one one song that I like a lot is um, it's a B-side. It's a uh, you know from TVXQ, his one of his solo songs, City Lights. That had Taeyong on it. Yeah, it did, and it's like subtle spicy. It's not like super super obvious. You know, I was looking through my playlist, and we mentioned him earlier. How come we have not mentioned Wanho's Open Mind yet? <laughs> Oh my god! How have we not talked about it if we introduced the Valentine's Day topic with him? The entire, the entire song is about fucking. Exactly! I'm like, wait. Wanho so has gone off the deep end, my dudes. Since he came back, he has an OnlyFans Instagram and he's just dead-ass writing songs about sex. Let me... Okay, so like, did I... I think we... Have we talked about this on a podcast? I don't remember. So... The term open mind is very common in Korea. That's kind of like the uh, the way people discuss being like kinky or into sex. And that's fine. Hey, fly your free flag. I mean, you like what you like. So I looked at the English lyrics to Kung Daniel's Wave, and I would like to say bump it up the spicy scale a little bit now that I'm reading the lyrics in English. Um, I'm easily swept away by the waves of instinct. She makes me some type of way. You're looking at me, mommy, Venaki. Leave yourself to me before I change my mind. Okay. That's okay. fine. It's fine. We're fine. <laughs> okay. See, yeah, just close it out. It's fine. <laughs> I will say that's part of uh, Simon Dominic's rap, but. Here's one that I'm, uh, more people should at least be aware of. Uh, when JB does all of his music under oh. Death Soul. Oh, God. I think I know which one you're bringing up. Uh, there's so many, but like, for go- any music that he does as Death Soul, y'all. We, we be new about JB, but goddamn. Sunrise? Oh, 
my goodness. Well, also really great R&B track in general, but oh my God. You know, uh, Love by Dean, if we're getting into the R&B tracks. Dean, I also feel like Pour Up is kind of spicy. Yeah. A lot of Dean's tracks are spicy when he's not being emo king. <laughs> That's true. He has like two moods, which is emo king and spicy. Come back. Come back. Make more music. <laughs> he's hiding. It makes me wonder if he went to like the military or something. Uh, I think he's still active. Maybe he followed Zico to the military. Maybe. Oh, here's one. Uh, Automatic by Red Velvet. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I miss when um, I haven't heard Red Velvet does the um, their Velvet side of tracks because I miss their like ballady R and B sound. To be honest, I'm looking up some other like spicy oh. songs for Valentine's Day. Um, taking a step away from the spicy real quick, um, just because uh, we were talking about like K drama and within that realm, and also just more cutesy. God Seven's Just Right is a very cute song as well. That's um, like a if you need like a like a self confidence boost, right? But it's also really cute too. Just as like you are just right, even like if you play it in an innocent way, that one. And then um, oh, here I go again on my IU agenda. <laughs> but she has a, a couple songs as well. It's just like oh, this is really cute for like date, like a cute date night. And then um, there was a playlist that I was looking at. Um, Jay, or like th- would it really be an episode of the Craze Cast if you didn't go on your IU agenda at least once? I know you're always on the IU agenda. You're never right. off of it. That's true. And like Roxy and I are on the AT's agenda. Yeah, exactly. That reminds me, I have to get on the SF9 agenda. Um, they don't do anything super spicy, but the song Fire is Fire, and it kind of makes you feel feel good, like hype yourself up. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, how did we forget this one? Baby Goodnight by GD and Tom. Oh my god! Oh my god. That's true. That is so true. That's like iconic spicy. And like old school, some of you guys might not know this song, but Paradise Lost by Gaian or Gaian. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that one. That one is but- so much. Isn't one of your faves, didn't one of your faves do it on a show? Did they? He's a, he's a JBJ, but Dong, Donghan? Did Donghan do that? I'm pretty sure it was him on a show. Hang Bitch, on. I what? I need the video right search it up. Holy shit. The link. Um, also, speaking of Guy and, um, and Brown Eyed Girls, uh, specifically Guy and with Blue, that song, that song is just like finding your sexuality and all of that, but I'm just like, it's still up there. I'm still stuck on what Amber said about Dongan. <laughs> I I need a video right now. That boy is a problem. You know um who else has good R&B tracks? Crush does as well. He does. Most of the stuff that I listen to at least from Crush is not like in that realm, but he definitely has some in his discography. Mhm. Fuck, it wasn't Dongan. I'm sorry. It was Heejun from K&K. Okay, still good. That's not that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Well, I am out of spicy things. What do you guys have? Hey, I'm trying to still work. Wow. I could not get my playlist at work. But if we're going to talk about like love and Valentine's Day, the entirety of All About Love by Monster X. Mm-hmm. Literally, uh, love you. Like, we could talk about that song. Because the, the song, I really want to love you, but I can't say what I want to because they won't play it on the radio. But you know, you know what I mean when I say it. It's about me like, I wanted to fuck you, but I can't tell you that because I won't play the song. 
I feel I mean, like all of that's I feel true. like all of K-pop is just like everyone wants to fuck, but they can't do it. Um, that's all of humanity ever. First of all, it's true. Um, I was gonna go more in the K-drama route, but like if you were just looking for like not spicy but just love songs to listen to, a good one is always by Yunmire from the oh god, Descendants of the Sun OST. There is Perhaps Love that came from Princess Hours. There's some by, uh, it's not a a K-drama OST, but some by Soyu featuring Junkie Girl. That is like a popular couple-y love song to listen to as well. I mean, we keep talking about love songs. We should talk about like breakup songs too, because that's like two sides. And um, oh wait, before we get up on breakup songs, uh, I know Body Language. I know we don't really fuck with Sani too much, but Body Language by Sani and Bumkey, that's a sexy song. Do you not know that one? Nope. No. Ah, highly recommend. Also, Tang's Eyes Nose Lips. Oh, true. Oh, you want to talk sad love songs? Wedding Dress by him. Oh god. I'm glad Taeyang isn't singing sad songs anymore. I'm glad he's married. Right? So it's just like, I, I just hope more happy love songs in the future, please. Oh, if we're going to talk about breakup songs, the iconic Haru Haru. Oh boy. Or if we're going to get real old, please don't by K-Will. Oh, that <laughs> Oh god. The plot twist in that music video. If you still have not watched it, if you're new to K-pop, it's a pa- rite of passage. Watch it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, um, congratulations by Day Six. Oh yeah. Hey, that that's a big F you song. <laughs> um, or if we're gonna talk about fuck you songs, the song "Fuck You" by Gaian. Good yep. shit. But I will say that the the song itself, can't, the music, the song is good, but the music video can be kind of triggering for some. If we're speaking about like good fuck you songs, one that is surprising is Chungha snapping. Have you ever looked? The- at- lyrics to that it's such a good song she is like it's it's basically just a giant fuck you it's great love that song i actually have a playlist of like a fuck you playlist on spotify i have to open it and start looking at it um bitch me too what the hell (laughs) (laughs) it's the 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 songs you need to listen oh the songs you need to listen to to get angry um danger by bts yes yes absolutely also hate by four minute yes good song. Good such a good song um what is it it's a 21 song Hate um you. no there's another one you ain't you without your crew what what song is that um is it go away yes go away uh um, kill this love by blackpink That's yep. a good yes one. Mm-hmm. such a good song oh um what am i to you by bts oh yeah the intro their intros yes. are good like that because uh boy meets evil is the same way yep and, and uh persona fake love you know, pretty obvious with the title. Oh, uh, Spirit Animal by Jesse. Ooh, yes, that's a good one. And uh, for everyone, the perfect, Jay Park has made the perfect song to say fuck you on this holiday. It's Fuck Boy. That's the actual title of the song. Guys. Yes. Yes, good times. Uh, Everglow's Adios is the best for this. That song hypes me the fuck up. Fun fact, um, originally 21's Hate Is It Hate You? Or just Hate? That one, it was originally supposed to be fuck you instead like legit like the lyrics the original lyrics were fuck you instead of hate you i hate you and i'm just like why did they release this version i would have preferred that version 
I'm trying to think of like other songs that we may not have brought. Oh, they were children when this came out. And listening to Mark try to explain it, Drippin' by NCT Dream. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to Mark try to explain that song? I don't think I have. It's okay, but Mark. Like, you don't have to. Yeah. They always tell Mark to explain the sexy songs. Probably because he doesn't want to. I would bet you anything. Um, another Super M, uh, No Manners. That's such a good song. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Lord. Like, where is all of my just, I swear I had a bigger playlist. I think it was on my older account. This might be an old song. I don't, I don't think you guys will know. Well, maybe. Jay, you might know this. I don't know if Roxy will know this, but tell me what it's loved by you, Young Jin. Yes, 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 yes. I do. I do. I was like, had to like dig in the archives for that one. Yes. Roxy, you might know this one because Dio covered it. Covered it. Oh yeah, I knew the Dio cover. That says a lot about me and where I've been. You Young Jin song, if you want some like it's I wouldn't say like Barry Manilow, but if you want like a like a put you in the mood grown up song, you young Jin. <laughs> so like we've named so many songs and it's just like people think K-pop isn't spicy. If they do, they're just blissfully ignorant at this point because uh, K-pop is run by healthy adults. So <laughs> I would be surprised if I don't get a I want to dick someone down or please fuck me song out of any group at least once when they're all of age. When they're all of age, if you're not of age, I will have concerns. Um, then is it really K-pop? See, I- I'm getting to the point where I'm so old that like even when the kids are of age and they start doing that, I'm like, stop it, you're five. I mean, fair, because we're all getting old. I mean, at the end of the day, we just gave you a huge playlist of songs to add to your personal playlist if you got in this far in the episode, which you should. But we also have a rookie artist or underrated artist that we want to talk about, don't we? We do! Yes, yes, we do. Uh, This week, our underrated artist is BDEC, or Boys De Campo. They are a trio formed by Brand New Music back in 2019, where they debuted with their single album. And actually, initially, they were supposed to be a quartet, including Lee Eun-sung from Produce X101. But since he made it to X1, they took him out or whatever. Surprisingly, with this group... If you look them up on YouTube, they do not seem to be doing too badly. Um, Their last comeback in 2020, they actually had like 6 million views on their their music video. But I have literally never heard anybody in K-pop on like social media talk about them at all. It's because their big brother group outshines them. And I'm sorry, boys to Capel fans and y'all, y'all can come at me about this. But if you were to make me listen to a boys to Capel song and an AB6 song side by side, I would not be able to tell the difference. I would say, honestly, like I was listening to their songs and I really, nothing about it stood out to me necessarily. You know, it seemed like very generic sort of poppy kind of compositions, if that makes sense. Yeah. It sounds like like knockoff AB6 songs. Or for me, like... I didn't get the chance to like fully listen to everything that they released um, or see any music videos, but like I listened to them briefly and I kind of like forgot their sound already. I wonder if it's like, like Amber said, if AB6 gets all the attention, so they kind of just like throw whatever's left to BDC, if that makes sense too. Yeah, because like I was listening to their stuff and uh, Shoot the Moon was good, but like it literally sounds like like they were supposed to be songs for AB6. It wouldn't surprise me if Daily wrote their stuff. 
Oh, that's a good point. I mean, we do know with the smaller agencies, they tend to hyper-focus on one group that is successful, even though all of that shit happened with AB6 with their leader. (laughs) Which... Brand New Music does not get that excuse. Brand New Music, this is just because they're the second idol group. Brand New Music has been big in hip-hop and R&B for years now. So is it just them not understanding how to use idol groups? Or is there no excuse whatsoever? AB6 is basically doing their own shit, I guess. But then again, half of AB6 was in 101, so... Yeah, I don't know. I think I would say, unfortunately for this group, that they're sort of given scraps from their agency, so we can't necessarily determine what their abilities are. For me, it's like I just haven't given them enough time to like listen to them and really get into them. So it's just like I have yet to really form an opinion on it because it's like... It doesn't excite me, but I'm not saying no altogether either. Well, I mean, they debuted in 2019 and have only had like two albums. So they're not really they being given much. They have a total much. of like seven songs. Yeah. And well, maybe Blackpink can get away with that. I don't think that anybody else really could. I will say though, all their songs do not sound the same. Like Blackpink's do 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 one, two, three, and four. Yeah. That's just YG capitalizing off what works basically. But I will say if Boys to Kappa was given the opportunity to find their own sound and not be taking AB6's hand-me-downs, I think there's something there. Like Shoot the Moon was really good, but they're not given that attention. Yeah. That to me is what's really the most unfortunate thing here. So like we say in every episode that if a group doesn't drive with us, it just, it doesn't mean that you won't like them. And when we highlight these groups, it's not us laying down the hammer of like, you should listen or you shouldn't listen. It's to give people an opportunity to learn about groups they may not have, may not have heard before. Every year we get like over 50 K-pop groups debuting. So everyone may have some that fall through the cracks. So we may not be on the boys to couple train, but someone else might. So definitely try to give them a listen. So any final thoughts uh, about this week's episode, y'all? Spicy K-pop is good. Um, boys to couple, try them. And Valentine's Day is a capitalistic holiday. Uh, for me, for all you people going out there for Valentine's Day, hey, just be safe. Be safe. Wrap up what do you need to wrap up. Just be safe. Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. Wrap it before you tap it and wash your hands. Uh, Yes. And just like also COVID times, just be safe in general, please. Especially like, please just be safe. Be clean. Again, wrap up what you need to wrap up and and just have fun. I will not yuck your yum. I will say that. (laughs) I've never heard that term before. All right. So with that, I think we're going to head out of here. Um, You can catch us on social media and on our website uh, posting daily. So this has been the Craze Cast, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.